0: How you are in the world matters. Overwhelm is inevitable and optional. It's time to listen up and make it optional for you. Warning rant coming. So I've been really reviewing my year, and you might think, Heidi, it's February. Why are you still reviewing 2020? Um, good question. Thanks for asking. Um, I first did my review at the beginning of December. Um, and then I held space for a lot of other people to do theirs and now I've just and then I had some really I just had a lot of busy stuff going on serving other people and then I've had a change of mentor and lots of different things have been going on and I really wanted to just pause you know just pause and think so I did And, and shockingly what I've realized is oh man I've been wasting a lot of time And this is difficult, isn't it? It's difficult for me to admit that I get overwhelmed. It's really hard because I'm supposed to be helping you get out of overwhelm. So this is really interesting for me that I know tons about how to get you out of overwhelm. I practice it myself, but I still get overwhelmed. What does that mean? Is that a disaster for me as an overwhelm specialist? How dare I? try and help you if I still get overwhelmed. Actually, I think it's the opposite. I think it makes me the perfect person to talk about this stuff. Now, I'll just say this. I think my overwhelm has changed. So when I first started this podcast, I was really talking about that horrible overwhelm that's really um, related to burnout, when you get absolutely paralysed, when your brain actually hurts and you're really pushing against yourself. And what I'm talking about now is the kind of overwhelm that stops you seeing clearly enough to take the best steps so it's a kind of inefficiency it's it's a it's a it's a kind of I don't know a lack of clarity but you've got enough clarity to keep going so I would call this successfully struggling so it's when I know for me I'm really really good at this because I'm because I have a lot of knowledge Um, with a psychology degree and then, you know, Zen yoga and and really focusing all my efforts into studying the mind and overwhelm and how to get unstuck and how to take action in alignment with what you really, really want. Because that sometimes I just get lost in it, you know, because there's so much, there's so much to do. There's so much to think about. I've lost my train of thought now, which also happens. And I think this is a pattern for me. I don't know if you're like this. I get so excited and I get so many ideas and then I get lost in the ideas and then I think that they're out in the world and they're not out in the world and then I get stuck about how to get them out of the world, out into the world. So I started a podcast to get them out into the world and um, now I still get stuck because the podcast seems to require me to write as well as speak and although I love writing, writing uh, writing a summary of this so you know whether to listen to it just seems to delay everything and add to my workload and that's not the point The point was just to be able to speak to get my ideas out in the world because I love my I love getting my ideas out into the world it seems to be like a necessary thing for me but also um because it's my gift to the world you know I have ideas I have different ways of thinking and seeing things and and I have stuff to teach because I have a lot of knowledge as well. But it's quite interesting that that knowledge isn't enough. And this is really important. So I was in Clubhouse the other day. Oh, look at me, early adopter of tech. Hilarious. Um, But I like Clubhouse because it's great for introverts. And there's some really nice, interesting conversations if you if you look for them so i was in clubhouse and i it was a i don't know what it was called it was for successful women or something and there was this discussion about the difference between men and women and saying that women are really good at asking for help and i was just (laughs) chuckling in the background thinking really because i'm not and my clients aren't and and that's important to recognize so having knowledge doesn't mean that you can do everything yourself having knowledge sometimes makes it even harder so for myself and my clients you know very successfully successfully struggling it's like well why would you ask for help because the problem is is I know all of this stuff. I know how to get you out of overwhelm. I know how to keep me out of overwhelm. But that doesn't mean that that, that I don't need any help or it doesn't mean that I'm not going to change and grow. And it's the changing and growing which is painful because all learning, all changing and growing requires vulnerability. It requires looking at where you are now and daring to see things even better, daring to let go of the habits that have kept you where you are. Now, if you're successfully struggling and you know your stuff, so you know that mindfulness is good for you. You know about time management. You're really good at focusing and getting, um, you know, making steps towards your goals. You know this stuff. You're already successful. So if you, for example, if you're a professional, you've had a career and then you've crashed and burned and ended up in the entrepreneurial world, which is really common, you know your stuff. You know, you you know how to make stuff happen. You know how to lead. You know how to, you um, know, you just know loads and loads of stuff. And I think it's the knowing of stuff and the being successful that can often keep us stuck in successful struggling. So if I look at my last year, I've had so many successes. And then I was reviewing some stuff and chucking out loads of paperwork because I live with bits of paper and writing everywhere because that works for me. That's how... um. That's how I work with all my ideas. Um, And I found something and I realized eight months ago, I already knew what I now know. (laughs) Oh, man. So I've just done more and more work on getting to the same point. Now, that's not wasted because it's deeper knowledge and I've learned a lot on the way. But it's a bit boring and irritating to me because I've got work to do. I've got people to reach, people who I know... Are waiting for me to, to stand up and be visible and go, hey, over there, I can help you. Overwhelmed, highly driven entrepreneur who's not got the time and, and really cannot be bothered wasting any more time and energy getting distracted by things that offer to help them but don't really work for them. And yeah, I've just, I feel like I've been hiding, but I haven't. I've been so visible. It's really funny when people say things to you like, Heidi, you're playing small, I'm like, no, I'm playing big. I've podcast. I've I've embraced live video and then hidden from it again because I'm an introvert. Um, Yeah, so I'm just laughing. It's a bit of a rant, a bit confusing. But you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm fed up of trying to make everything polished and look right, whatever that means, in inverted commas, obviously. And I just, my theme for this year is be more me, be more you. And this is really important. So this is what I actually stand for is helping people break through break out of overwhelm into themselves so you can be yourself so you can just say no you know what this is not working for me how this is set up so it could be you're at work and everything's set up in a way it just doesn't work for you or you or somehow even worse actually is the entrepreneurs who have broken out of that and often have done a lot of damage to themselves on the way so it's like being shipwrecked pressured professionals who end up burning out despite being so damn good, having all the knowledge, you know, productivity, time management, compartmentalizing work life, doing everything they could to prioritize their health and their life outside of work, but still burning out. How frustrating is that? And then ending up kind of shipwrecked on the shores of of self-employment, And then finding that they're in this world of entrepreneurs that they actually love because it allows them the freedom to be themselves. But then finding that they can't quite make that freedom a thing, a real thing for them. And it's that is that that overwhelm of who am I? What am I doing? Oh, man, this is really hard because we had these structures as professionals. We had structures, we had rules, you know, even if the rules are broken. There were rules for professionals. So I had rules as a graduate member of the British Psychological Society, this moral code of, of ethics. And um, also as a teacher, there's huge rules around teaching. You know, pretty much they're telling you what you can and can't say in classroom. I mean, it's, it's pretty damn hard. Um, so... Yeah. So you end up in this online entrepreneurial world where there aren't any rules, but people are making their own rules up. And I I actually think for me, because I'm a natural rule breaker. But I found it really hard negotiating the entrepreneurial world, the online entrepreneurial world in particular. I was looking for the rules and trying to find the rules so I could get, you know, get the advantage of, of learning the rules of the game and that has distracted me that has disempowered me so for me getting you out of overwhelm is about empowering you to be more you to do things your way which i thought i was doing and i and i was to a certain extent i don't this isn't about failure this is about reevaluating learning even more and just getting on with it really so yeah if these podcasts get a little bit more ranty then bear with me enjoy it, you know, enjoy me making less sense or or daring, daring to just share my thoughts with you this morning and, and have a bit of a rant. And it, I can see it gets a bit circular or it goes off at a tangent. But that's what a good rant is, isn't it? It's very human. I love a good rant. I don't mean a rant when it's nasty. I don't like those kind of rants. I mean a rant where somebody just says, yeah, I was thinking this and I kind of messed up this and I'm okay with that. So yeah this is a ranty a ranty podcast i hope it i hope it touches base with you in some way that allows you to be more you because do you know what this is me a lot of the, i get i have a lot of clarity i'm very good at navigating with my own internal compass that i've discovered by getting out of my head and into my body and what i've taught a lot You know, a lot of my methods I've taught for free on this podcast, which is the point of it. It reaches you. It has changed people's lives. I still have people writing to me saying that episode really clicked for me and I've been using that method and I've been journaling about this or just listening to that, you know, really helped me. So, yeah, I want that to happen. I want to be putting stuff out for free, but I also want to build my business. And if I don't step up and say, Yeah, this is me. Do you know what I've really wanted to do? What's so frustrating for me is really all I want to do is just go, hi, I'm Heidi. This is what I do. This is how I can help you. And this is who I love working with at the moment. And then if you're interested, then you just ask and that's it. I don't like all of the rest of it. I get I get why there's all of this use of or misuse of psychology, in marketing and sales I get it I really do and I get why it's important for me to learn to step up and and sell as in say to you look I can help you like this for free but if if you want to really change your life if you want to really get back control of your life and be more comfortable with yourself and be able to step into being you and doing things differently and really building that business and all that life that works for you if you really want that do you know what you're better off just working with me because it's quicker and it lasts longer it's it's just more impactful and it's more fun you know I, I I'm very very good I don't ever understand this thing where you say nothing in life is free don't you know you get what you pay for clearly you don't get what you pay for because a lot of people are uh, peddling snake oil so this isn't true but it is true that if once you've, I think if you use your internal navigation system, so you really get clear on, you get out of the overwhelm basically. I think if you get out of the overwhelm, get really clear on what you want, you know, you dare, you dare to say, actually, I want more than this. I want to be myself. I want a life that works for me. I'm fed up of pushing against myself. This is what I want. And that would be different for everybody. Then using that, you can find the free stuff online that helps you. And if you're like me, you're really good at using the free stuff. But if you want to do it faster, and if you're really overwhelmed, and this is resonating with you, it doesn't make any sense not to, if you're if you're ready to invest. And by investment, I don't just mean just money, because I don't want just money. It's It's really irritating having people who give you money and then don't don't work with you it's like it's just draining and heavy and I'm sure this is the same for any purpose-driven um mentor coach teacher it's just really not what you want you know I'm just not interested I want to work with people and I want people listening to this podcast for free so not just work as in paid work who really get it who go yeah that's me that's what I want and I'm gonna make the investment in myself I'm gonna and by investment I mean time energy commitment and it's the commitment to yourself, you know, just saying, I want more than this. I don't want to keep going around in circles. So part of my irritation this morning and, and my rant is that yesterday I discovered that I'd kind of gone full circle in eight months. And it's just annoying. You know, it's just really, really annoying. And part of that is because I had a mentor who just didn't get me and it didn't work. So I had invested. But then if I look back up. I- I have to take responsibility for that, for not being in a position to pick the right mentor for me and that kind of things. So that's to do with overwhelm. Bad decisions made under overwhelm. <laughs> under the influence of overwhelm. Oh, my God, that's quite funny. Under the influence of of overwhelm. I wonder if it's similar. It probably is similar to under the influence of alcohol because they've done research, haven't they, about how being distracted or being sleep depressed. Prived is equivalent to how many ever however many units of alcohol when driving so actually under the influence of overwhelm oh i like that i'm going to write that down under the influence of overwhelm you can make that into a thing that makes people laugh and lifts your day and makes you go ah oh, this is more serious than i think i'm going to do something about it which is what i was ranting about. The week before last. Overwhelm is serious. Is serious. Take it seriously. Make a choice. Do something about it. Here's how I can help you, but other people can as well. What do you want to do about it? Yeah, now I've lost my train of thought and my dog's barking to come in. So I hope you've enjoyed my rant. I've enjoyed talking to you. Um, I don't know if every podcast will now be ranty. I expect I will do some lovely calm ones where I'm teaching neutral noticing again. In fact, I know it will because I love doing that as well. But yeah, let me know what you think. I'd love to know what you think of this rant. Have an unexpectedly lovely day. Thank you for being here.